Welcome to Q&T, getting straight to it with topics like sex, relationships, abuse, kids, same-sex relationships, heterosexual relationships, raw and uncut. Alright guys, welcome back to the channel. If you don't know, I'm Q. I'm T. And we today we're going to be talking about abuse. Growing up in abuse. Growing up in an abusive household. And how it affects you when you get older. And when you get older, it affects you in your relationships. Your jobs. Health-wise. As a parent. Health-wise. Um, Health-wise. Stress will kill you. <laughs> but, go ahead baby. First of all, I want to say that I know it took us a long time for us to do the fourth episode, but life happens, shit happens, and sometimes you just got to find time to do things. Um, but we're not going to give up, though. We're going to keep pushing them out. We're going to try to get them out once a week if we can, but has been working out that way, but we're not going to quit. We're going to keep going no matter how long it takes until we can get into a good routine to get these episodes out to you guys. Um, shout out to everyone that is listening and has been listening and support us. Thank you guys so, so much. Thank you. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Or yes, sir. And yes, sir. <laughs> but um, anyways, so I want to kind of give my views on how it is growing up in a household and being abused, whether it's a short period of time or a long period of time from all different ages. Um. I feel like, in my opinion, most times the abuse starts when you're very young because you can't really remember it. But as you get older, it starts to sink in, and a lot of things that you do, a lot of things that's routine to you, is because you have been abused. Um, I'm not sure because my abuse really didn't start until I was like 15 when I came out, like real harsh physical abuse. Um, it kind of affected me as I got older, but not really. I think I was just, I think I'm just kind of like too headstrong for it sometimes, but sometimes it do hit reality when I get caught in certain situations. Um, I'm not sure if anybody that's listening have ever been, um, what they called it back in the day is gay bashed. Yeah. Um, like, tormented from from the shit that you wear to the shit that you say, the How shit that you, you write down, everything. Uh, I, I, I went through a lot of that all the way up until, uh, until I graduated high school. Bullying from a young age, basically, you know? Yeah. I feel like I feel like even your parents sometimes become your first bully, you know, because they don't know or they don't understand what's going on. You know, they tend to turn to trying to beat the gay out of you or, you know, however they they see it in their mind. They feel like if they keep doing what they're doing, eventually you'll stop doing what you're doing, not realizing that it's it's not just something that's temporary. It's a lifestyle. You know, I endured a lot of abuse, but my abuse had nothing to do with my sexuality. My abuse was just random abuse, like... Hatred. Hatred abuse. My abuse was just, like, 
just gutter, you know, abuse. So the abuse I went through affected me as through my childhood, through my teenage years, through my adulthood, even now, you know, it still affects me every day. And every day you have to pick and choose the battle of sulking and being sad and remembering and being depressed, you know, about what you went through or choosing to continue your life and be strong, you know, every day. So abuse definitely affects you when you're, when you get it as an adult. Definitely. I feel like everybody needs to go to therapy. Everybody should talk to somebody. Let somebody know what happened to them. Just to get it out, you know? Or not even just abuse, but talk to a therapist about life in general. Oh, no, because a lot of things that I told you during the stages of you remembering back from your childhood was to write it down. Yeah. You know, just in, in order to get it out and escape, you don't necessarily have to tell anybody. Because some things could be embarrassing. And a lot of a lot of people that go through abuse feel like they don't want to lay it on anybody else. But that's what so they're there they don't, for. But that's why they don't. That's why a lot of people don't talk. It's because I don't want to tell you my issue because I don't want to make my issue your issue. No, but I'm saying a therapist. That's that's what they're there for, so that you can have someone to talk to and tell. You know, without being judged or have known you before. or Yeah, I agree. But I'm saying if you're too embarrassed or you, you keep things hidden inside, you really don't want to talk about it. Right. You know, the best thing you can do is write it down. Yeah. Even know? if you don't ever read it to whoever, I think writing it down definitely gets, gets it out. Definitely. You learned that recently. Yep, I definitely have. Recently, I have been able to confront my abuser, and I wrote a six, seven-page letter and was able to forward that to her through someone else. And it felt amazing just to be able to get it out and write it and read it out loud and hear the things that I went through instead of just holding them back and trying to make them disappear and not think about them. You know, it was, it felt good. It was therapeutic for me to read it out loud and really know like, this is the things you went through, you know, and it's okay that you went through it, you know, but you have to choose to move on and be strong. So it felt good, but it felt good. Oh, it felt but so it, good. I also <laughs> want to point out though, like really, um, when you've been through abuse and, you go through your psychological issues, you know, just living in the world period is stressful. And to have all that on your mental is stressful as well. So it can take over a lot of things in your life and you can't take it out on people that you love, not intentionally, but you know, it's by accident because you're frustrated. You know, yeah. like you have a lot of things on your mind at the time. Yeah. On top of the life. everyday life. Right. And just living in this world stresses, it stresses you out anyway. <laughs> it's it's you stressful anyway. Yeah, rent, bills, and then you have kids, and the kids not doing what you want them to do, or not doing it the way that you told them to do it, or yeah. doing exactly the way that you told them to do it. And your job, your job stressing you out, all kind of stuff, you know, so it's a lot. It's a lot to really take in and mentally have to understand that these are the things I went through how can I cope with them what can I do so that I don't drag them on the rest of my life 
how can I not be a victim forever, basically? You know, I think we should make sure that we're not being a victim forever. I mean, the best way of doing that is is not coping with it, but releasing it. Releasing your anger, your frustration, your hurt, your pain. Yeah. Cry, yell, scream, go to a park if you got to and get it out. Whatever you got to do, I feel. I feel like you know, the reason why we did did this this segment right here is because me personally, I know a lot of people, not just Q, that's been through physical harm during their childhood. And or mental harm or emotional harm or sexual, any type, any type of harm. Yeah, so it was kind of like important to us to express ways you can get rid of it even if you don't want to talk to anybody therapy and seeing a psychiatrist is the best way to go but if you're too embarrassed and you're just not ready try to write it down and even if you got to read it back to yourself multiple times it kind of give you a sense of relief because you're actually getting it out yeah. but then you're realizing what you have been through at that moment me personally I never had to do it. I tried, you know, tried to get closure to my situation. Um, I was apologized for it. I mean, apologized too for it, but it still, it don't haunt me, but it still make me realize that <clears throat> just like it's still racism out there, it's still people in there that don't accept the lifestyle. Right. So... Abuse is abuse, no matter what type of abuse you've been through, whether you've been mentally abused and dragged down and been belittled and, you know, made to feel like you were worth nothing. You know, physical abuse is just as bad as mental, mentally being abused or sexually being abused or verbally being abused. You know, like all abuse is abuse. I feel like anyone that is being abused should talk to someone, you know, a friend, a family member, someone to be able to confide in, to be able to get these things out. You know, the best thing to do is get it out. Holding it in is going to haunt you. It's going to kill you. It's going to run you and ruin you, in my opinion. Because some people get stuck in that mental mind of what they're used to, and that's how they build their relationships based off what they're used to, especially when they see it growing up. It's not just abuse towards you, it's seeing someone that's been abused. Yeah. Seeing someone that's been through things and some some people carry it on with them and some people, you know, decide to to get away from it. But in yeah. most cases, you know, that's what you feel is right. Or people grow up feeling like, oh my dad beat my mom, so, so it's okay for me right. to, to beat my chick. You know what I'm right. saying? Or and then some people go opposite though. Some people grow up and see abuse and then be like, Oh, I'm never gonna be that way, you know, and then become too too strong. Too strong and too and, and never are in a position where they're letting their guard down. Right. You know, right, so some right. people become just so like I'm never gonna take abuse from anybody where they're just never even allowing themselves to be loved. Right. right. Which is still you suffering from abuse, you know. Right. Yeah, I mean, man, that's when you start going through your own mental abuse because you won't let nobody in and you feel like don't nobody love you or don't yeah. nobody love you the way that you want them to love you. Yeah. And then it Which, creates self-doubt, insecurities, 
trust yeah. issues. Yeah, they do. You know, and then they fester, and then once that's in your mind, it's almost all you tend to think about, and then you forget the good things and the positive things and the things you really should focus on. You know, like you always make the bad outweigh the good, but there's so many good things that you could be focusing on. Yeah. Yeah. But anyways, uh, (laughs) oh baby. Thank you, you. thank you guys for listening to this segment. Please, please follow us on social media. Q on YouTube. Um, All my social media is Hair by Banks. H A I R capital B I I capital B A N K Z on Instagram, Snapchat, YouTube, whatever you want to look for me on, baby. Mine is T got the juice eighty five. It's T E E T H. A J U I C E eighty five again is T E E T H A J U I C E eighty five. And you can find all this information in the info box. You'll be able to find them in the description boxes if you're watching, listening to this through um, YouTube or Instagram or uh, Spotify. Yes, we are on all of these networks. So if you guys need to find us anywhere else. We um, will put all that stuff in the description box as well. Until next time, guys. We enjoyed you guys. We love you guys. Leave some comments and questions below. Whatever you guys, the topics next that you guys want to talk about. Baby, anything you want else to say? No, I'm good. All right, y'all. Well, we are out. Until next time. Peace. We're out.